Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. The voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, sitting in the captain's chair, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Halal Jordan, Cal L. Bundy. The Hollywood Duffel Bad Boy. Big Dick Grayson Energy. Gotta say that one today, because it's for real. Big Dick Grayson Energy today on the spaceship. I'm not even going to say no more AKAs. I'm just going to introduce my co-host. Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Lambo Calrissian, Beretta Scott King, Princess Preach, and Dame Diner Dash. There we go. There we go. And we are here back in the spaceship the For All Nerds show, as always, thank you to everyone out there for listening, for following, for subscribing, hitting that follow, that like button on all those various platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it don't matter. Thank you so much. The support the last few weeks, the months has been phenomenal. Let me mm. just shout out our sister show that you can see behind me, the Safe Negro Podcast Show. And like Your- I said... You can see behind me if you're peeping this live on twitch.tv slash for all nerds where you should be right now. You should be following, hitting that notifications, turning it on so you'll catch me DJing, catch the show being broadcast, all these various great, amazing things that's coming to you, the fan fam. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And how are you doing then? Man, it's been a week. <laughs> now that I've said all that. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, you know, we we've been saying throughout this pandemic, this quarantine, this 2020 in general. You know, how are you holding up more than how are you doing? And I'm holding up, but but wowzers, folks. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's been a lot, yo. Like. Hmm. It's like, where do you start, right? Yeah, it's like, where do you what start? What trauma? Yeah. You start at? What trauma do you start at? It's just constant. But you know, I, I've been good. You know, what I mean, I've been good. I was, I was really encouraged yesterday when I saw the NBA. You know, take a break. You know, mm-hmm. do what they had to do. Stop everything on the dot. That was beautiful. I was very world proud. stop. Yeah, world stop. Shout out to everybody who did that. Shout out to the Bucks who started it. Uh, Jalen Brown from the Celtics has been doing enough work in the community, and he was another voice out there. And I hate the Celtics. So for me to shout you out, brother, <laughs> that means a lot. And, you and know, today. Shout out yep. to WNBA, MLB, and MLS for following suit. Yep. Word up. And, you know, we've been saying how the WNBA has been really leading the way. They have. Yes. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I want to make sure we give them more pops. Mm-hmm. Like, WNBA has always been outspoken about social issues. It's just that for 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 some obvious and for a variety of reasons that they've gotten less shine or and not even just shine, just 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 attention and and importance of what they're saying. But yeah, as you said, WNBA has been leading the pack with that as well. Yeah, facts. And we've shouted them out before on the show, but definitely made to shout them out today. 
And they've already said that they're going to resume the playoffs. And I'm, you know, of two minds about that, really. I want to see them play, but I don't know. You know, I feel like we need to really be taking these big moves right now. We really have to. And we're going to talk a lot about that on the show, you know, mm-hmm. this week, because it's like we really have to address issues and even things that seem to be minor will grow into major shit as we've seen, because it's like we don't even address the minor issues in this country. So how can we even begin to address the major issues? And so we're going to get into all that. You know, like I said, it's a lot of big dick grace and energy today. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but, you know, in some nerd news that we have to talk about right away. And some big dick Grayson news. Yes. Yeah, because they really did put out that big dick Grayson energy. I can't lie. I cannot lie. I was quite impressed, folks. DC fan dome, as we call it, getting some fan dome. We got some fan dome. People were giving fan dome, you know. Oh, Jesus Christ. All of the above. It wasn't sloppy, but it was professional. So, um, you know, what can you say? No, DC fan dome went down last weekend. Wow. Yeah, it went. <laughs> that was too easy. I was like right out the park. It was way too easy. Yeah, I, I, I know the people watching us on video right now just see me dying. Yeah, it was. I'm about, trying. Yeah, DC fandom <laughs> went down last weekend, and DC represented y'all. Like they did. They came hard. Yeah. Wow. Oops. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah. I was not trying to be bad. I mean, it's just so easy. I fell into that one. My bad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, they, they did well. They represented. Uh, they represented. Um, we saw some of Snyder's Justice League. Uh, we saw a really brief snippet of Black Adam, a teaser, if you will. Mm-hmm. We saw the Wonder Woman, tra- another Wonder Woman trailer, another Bat, the Batman trailer. Yep. Amongst other things. Um. Anything that sticks out to you the most? Man, I mean, oh, uh, we didn't see the Suicide Squad trailer, but we did see a Suicide Squad preview. Yeah. Um, we saw a preview of the, like, basically, uh, uh, how do you, what do they call it? Someone had a really good term for it, but basically, uh, it was like a huge slideshow of all the characters. Yep. Like a, it's like an intro show, if you will. Intro reel of all the characters. Intro reel. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And we also saw some behind-the-scenes action with James Dunn and a bunch of other people talking about the fun they had on it. And James Dunn is just one of my favorite directors in general. I actually referenced his movie, and I forgot to shout him out, Slither. That's his movie. I referenced it on last week's Safe Negro Pod, which you should be listening to if you're checking out Lovecraft Country on HBO. It's available on our feed. Make sure you're as checking you it out. You know, as you should in both cases. But, uh, yeah, I referenced his movie Slither, and that's one of my favorite films. When they announced him for Guardians of the Galaxy, I knew he was going to kill it just because of Slither. And I think this is even more up his lane because of Slither. Like, this is even more of him. That dark humor, the violence, all that stuff, that's him. So, I can't wait for Suicide Squad. The Wonder Woman shit, man, I've been so hyped. And I the trailer got me again, you know. what? Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what else to say. I need it. Well... What got me was like, you know, not seeing Trevor or what's the man's name? Is it, is it Steve Trevor? Steve Trevor, yeah. Not seeing, uh, got called by last name, not seeing him, but um, seeing more of Themyscira. Mm. Seeing more of the, and that's what I, that's what I wanted from the very first movie. Like, that's what excited me the most. So mm-hmm. to see more of that lifestyle, to see more of the Amazons and their, uh, just their whole society and, and live action. That was huge for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patty Jenkins has been talking about how she can't, she couldn't wait to get to this film 
because this is the one where she wanted to do. You know, not where Wonder Woman's just figuring out, but where Wonder Woman is fucking Wonder she Woman. She knows who she is. Yeah, and so... It's like, it's time to do shit my way. Yeah, yeah, you know, swinging from lightning bolts on the lasso, like... That's fire. Fam. Like, you can't, you can't, you cannot Fam. <laughs> Every time I see that image, I'm just, I'm so jealous, because I, I don't think that's been done in the comics. Somebody might correct me, but I don't know if that's from the comic, but I was just like, wow, what a dope idea, you know, like... That's that shows you the godly power in one image right there. Isn't that in general Greek mythology though about the like her? Is it Greek or Roman? But her relation, well, it could be both depending on the story. But that relationship between um like uh, uh Zeus and how, well, how Zeus she gets is her lightning. Yeah, Zeus yeah, is always yeah. lightning. But you've never seen and, Wonder Woman out there. No, but like, that but, lasso. but the mythology that a lot of that story is drawn from they talk yeah. about things like that but to your point to even see that on camera that, that's on. pretty fire come on that's yeah. pure fire right yeah. there yeah uh i don't really ca- how do i put this like i don't care about snyder's justice league but at the same time i'm interested you know what i mean i just want to see more of ray fisher there we uh, go we talked about him last week and how you know, it's, it's a little bit of conflict because like i said he, he's not really fucking with with that whole crew there but at the same time he he did mention how you do see a lot more of his role in this snyder cut mm-hmm. um and i know a listener even mentioned wanting to support this more because you get to see see more of that cyborg role yeah and i'm just interested to see you know after all this talk you know i just want to see what i, I you know, we'll see you know four hours on hbo max i think next year i hope they don't just please don't do some week to week where I got to wait, you know, four weeks to watch a movie, fam. What you mean? You think they're going to chop it up? Like, no, it is going to be chopped up. It should be in four one-hour segments. But they've also said there's going to be a way to watch it all at once. Don't but tell me you got to pay extra. They What they haven't said, wow, you know, what they haven't said <laughs> is... Hey, yeah, I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't either. They haven't said if they're just going to release it like week to week or, you know, all at once on HBO Max. And knowing them, I already feel like once they said four one hour, I'm like, oh, they're gonna do it week to week. They're gonna chop it. Yeah, cause they want to, you know, stretch it out. They, they're gonna, they're gonna, stru- you know, chop up the work. Trying, you know, you know yeah. dilute it, stretch dilute it out. It, you know, <laughs> step on it a few times. You know how we do. <laughs> Get more customers. You know, yeah, uh, it's not pure cut, man. It's never the pure. Um, the Black Adam teaser, you know. It's Black Adam, like it's, it's like, the Rock, like it's the Rock. <laughs> I, I don't, you know what I. I don't. Is the excitement there? No. Is, is the excitement there? I can't. I, I don't want to. Like I know. I this love is the, the Rock's rock. pet project, but yeah, but it's it's still the Rock playing Black Adam. It's not like you know. I just I haven't seen it yet, and I love Black Adam. Like, but so seen it. I mean, you you haven't seen it for him yet. No, I love the Rock in film, but it's like. He's still the rock in film to me. You think he just plays a different version of himself? Pretty much. Than each character? Yeah. But I have not got to see the chance to see him play a villain. Now, is this... And that's the other thing. Rock has always played it so safe with his roles, you know, because he wants to appeal to the wider space. Mm -hmm. But Black Adam is some gangster-ass shit. And his bat story, his history, what he's about being Middle Eastern, all that stuff, you know, is that all going to be in this film? That's what I want to see. He might surprise you. He might. And I'm hoping he does because, like you said, this is something he's been passionate about for years. He looks the goddamn part. You know, that can't be denied. He looks like Black Adam. You know, I'm I, I'm cautious. Let's say that. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, 
what are your what are your overall thoughts about the Batman trailer? I think we we'll get into that a little later on the show. You know what I mean? Like we we got well, some... just top level, top level. We'll get deep into this later. But just top level, real quick. Did you did it you love it? Good. Did you hate it? No, it looked really cool. It yeah. it looked good. Um, gritty Batman. We didn't we just have three movies of that? Yeah, gritty Batman. Ready? I, I'm not hating on Robert Pattinson. He don't look like. He again might surprise me. Like I, I, I know there's some people who are already saying, you know, who already have some some hate for him. I know I like, for example, I had a lot of hate for Batfleck when I he did first. I yeah. was just like, I don't like. I was really against it. Um, mm. but this one, I'm just like, mm. yep. I I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm more wait and see with a lot of this simply only because of casting decisions. Mm. Because I'm just waiting for that person to just show me something different that I haven't seen before. You haven't seen the lighthouse yet. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've never seen Twilight. So, you Me know, other, other than the snippets and stuff. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't finish The Lighthouse till I just got a little bit, like, whatever with it. But he is definitely an actor's actor. You know, my okay. man is sitting across from William Defoe, and they are going in on this movie. You know William Defoe don't play around. And no, I fucks with William this Defoe. This is William Defoe at some of his most wild out. You know? I f- Fucks with William Defoe. Well, you need to peep the lighthouse. Day. You need to peep it then, because it's just him and William Defoe. That's the whole movie, pretty much. Is these okay. two uh, at this lighthouse? It's black and white. It's horror. It's weird, and it's William Defoe wilding out and Robert Pattinson keeping up with him. So, I, you know, I that part of it, I'm not worried. That dude's an actor. You know, I know that. Um, the gritty, yeah, I don't care. Uh, I had a couple of people tweeting saying, I mean, we'll get into some other stuff later on it, but just about the trailer. One person was like, oh, I love it. You know, I can't. They're pushing that PG-13 rating. I don't care. Once again, like, that means nothing to me. They're like, pushing PG-13 for the Batman? I mean, that's what they're saying, you know, because how he's whooping that ass. And that doesn't impress me. You know, violence and stuff doesn't mean great story. You know, I don't need the violence to make a great Batman movie. What I need is a great story. Matt Reeves is a director. Uh, I can't remember what he did before this, but I know it's something that I enjoyed and I trust him. I think he, you know, is a great director. The whole thing looks great. Uh, the stories that they're drawing from are great Batman stories that I like, but yeah. Year zero, right? No, this is actually supposed to be a year two story. And the specific one of the specific stories that he was inspired by is this one. Um, uh, damn, the, I don't even want to mess the guy's name up because it's uh, Darwin Cook. There it is. Darwin Cook. Mm. It was uh, He's a famous art writer artist and he did this really ill his art is ill and kind of scary and he did this uh ill batman story that he said was in he inspired this okay fuck i probably messed that up but you know <laughs> um I, you you fix it later <laughs> yeah i think i got that right you know if not i'll just cut all that out and y'all never hear it um <laughs> so we're going to get into much more about Batman and a lot of other things on this episode because, like we said, this has been a week, a year, and I just feel like, you know, it's time to really, you, you just can't take things at face value. And I don't feel like we ever have done that on the show, and I, I'll be damned if I ever do, facts. You know, <laughs> that's all I can say about that. But, yeah, the trailer looked good, you know. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Colin Farrell is playing... The penguin allegedly, penguin. and he look does not look anything like Colin. Like you know, what I mean, I can't even do my uh, Colin jokes because he don't <laughs> even look like that same man from that video that I always reference. So, um, you know, available on certain sites. 
Oh, that video. That video. Oh. Yeah, he don't look okay. nothing like his persona. And that's all that's you know, that's always my calling right there, you know. Wow. Yeah. Champ. <laughs> Having the breakfast of champs. Um and on that note, I think we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more for all nerds. Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tales podcast, and when we aren't doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Logan Browning, and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix, I'm listening to for all nerds. Yo, what up? This is Yahya Abdul-Mateen. The second I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. When I'm not getting around the city, I'm chilling, listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? This is Ann Steven Harris, fire artist, co-creator of Aztec, fire artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Cray, Watson the Holmes, don't forget Watson the Holmes, award winner of Watson the Holmes, Glyph Award, eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids... I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to this episode of the For All Nerds Show. And once again, thank you. And please make sure you're subscribed on all those various platforms out there that I mentioned at the top of the show, like iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Make sure you follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash For All Nerds, because we are doing so many things over there. Like you can see, you can see our beautiful faces right now, like, mm-hmm. cha-ching, you know, and all that. And just so many more things, you know, DJing, interviews, you know, game shows, all kind of stuff popping off over there. Twitch.tv slash for all nerds. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention our Patreon, patreon.com slash for all nerds. We're the fan yes. fam. Yes. I For real, y'all are keeping us going. Your patronage yes your patronage there go. literally keeps us going literally helps us pay the bills literally helps us pay other creatives and 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 people who help the show the 
the people who edit our show, the people who film things for us, like literally because of you, we can do all of this and we can provide it in a professional capacity. So thank you so, so much. Mm -hmm. Facts, facts. And just your enthusiasm over there, all the love we get from the patrons over at Patreon. Been so great. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. And once again, before I do this, I just want to mention, you know, the twitch.tv slash for all nerds, because that is where you can also catch broadcasts of the safe Negro podcast show dedicated to yes. Lovecraft Country. We cover every episode in detail, all that ish. It's me, Tatiana, yes. Portia, the same crew from Castle Black, you know mm-hmm. and love. You know, the Game of Thrones, the blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all the land. <laughs> Legendary. Legendary, folks. I mean, y'all have no idea how big that show is. And now we back with the Safe Negro podcast show. So, you mm-hmm. know, pleased over there because the live broadcasts on Twitch.tv slash for all nerds have been crazy. The comments have been going nuts. Everybody's talking about it, talking about the show. So go ahead, hit that subscribe button over there, you know, and join us. And now, oh, yeah. Like I said, this one's going to be something special, folks. We've got a lot to talk about. The guac is extra. And the geekly asked questions, the guac is extra, where we answer any and all listener questions. All you got to do is hit us up on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, at For All Nerds. And also, if you're one of the special levels, the tiers on Patreon. Pa- Patreon? Mm-hmm. Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash for all nerds. Hippolyta. Hippolyta. <laughs> Letitia Hawkins. Letitia Lewis. <laughs> you know. I don't know where. never heard you. Like, it never registered that you kept saying that, but Fam. whatever. Yeah, it registered with everyone else, though. Anyway, <laughs> you, can, you can ask just any and all questions. Like, why am I saying Letitia Hawkins when the character's name is clearly Letitia fucking Lewis? Yes. Don't know. Um, I don't know if I can answer that one. But anyway, you can ask just get anything. Get the highest tier to get that answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's that God level tier. Um, but we got a bunch of questions tonight. So let's just get to them. What do we have up first? All right. The first comes from El Alaria. Yay. Fave. Thank you, Fave. They write, do you have any movies or shows you save to comfort watch when you're feeling down? Or if not, what's a movie or show that will constantly lift your mood? Or excuse me, instantly lift your mood. For me, the 2007 version of Neil Gaiman's Stardust always gives me the warm fuzzies. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you too. Love you. Um... Never seen that. I, I might have to peep that. I, I think I, always, I think I wanted to see that Stardust joint. But for me, back in the day, at least, it used to be um, Lord of the Rings, the first joint. Like, oh, really? Yo, that gives you comfort. I know. Yo, them, them hobbits walking, you know, and, and like, it's all the little things. Like, it's, um, uh, damn, I'm pretty, I'm, I can't remember my name, man's name right now, but Sam, uh, Sam being the character he plays, his whole, like, change over from you know thirsting over the ring to dying to protect the hobbits and all that you know just mm. boromir my man boromir like respect like <laughs> oh man you know what i mean fam like and so yeah that just that movie and it's so beautiful you know it's such a beautifully shot movie the landscapes and everything yeah that used to be it for me and now though, i can't lie it's um infinity war and endgame yeah 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 um 
the things I watch usually have for comfort usually involves humor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like cult classics. So mm. I like Spaceballs. Like I'll watch that. Like if I really want to go back and just feel like because mm. I know every word. Um, Starship Troopers. Oh God. I will that and that's another one where it's like you comfort watch that. Yes, because yes. it's hilarious and, huh. and it's just outrageous. Um, what do you want to do, Mary? Do you want to live forever? <laughs> Yo, like, the honest trailers absolutely off its rocker. Honest trailers just did Starship Troopers. Peep oh, it word! On, yes, oh, peep it on YouTube. Oh my, I was crying, crying. I, for anyone watch, if you've never seen Star, I mean, oh my classic, God. classic cult classic. Uh, Paul Paul Verhoeven, Verhoeven. I can never pronounce his last name, but he did RoboCop and Starship Troopers. He's a god, like you know. I mean, just a, one of the funniest dudes alive. Just probably. incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my recently a favorite movie of mine is Always Be My Maybe, uh, starring Ali Wong and Randall Park. Oh, that's it's a great like, one. It's, it's such an, it's so yeah, cute. So it's cute. so funny. It's so smart. <laughs> like it, it's, it's, I can watch that. And I usually don't like watching movies over and over, but certain ones I will watch in, mm-hmm. to infinity. I will. And it's on, it's still on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. Yeah. Um, just incredibly well done. And that Keanu, I will never get over Keanu being in this film. Yeah. Like he is, it, it, I've never seen him in that type of role. I mean, he's himself, but not, it's, it's wild. Just watch it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, th- th- those are my, those are my comfort ones right now. Yeah. I haven't seen, I, I think I watched it twice, but I don't, I don't watch all these be my maybe once. But oh, um, watch it again because I watch it. I watch it for maybe like I don't know the eighth time <laughs> recently. Wow. Yeah, and it, it's just because it's just funny. Mm-hmm. It's so well written. Randall and Allie wrote it, so it's just so good. Crazy Rich Asians, I watched like twice because I love that one too. That's another one. You know, I watched it a second time and didn't love it as much. Oh wow! I was just like, mm. it's cool. Okay, so I need to watch Always Be My Maybe again. Then I, right, yeah. I'm gonna peep that. I mean, it, it's also different. It's a little bit different tonally. So Yo, way different uh, tonally. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a little yeah. bit different tonally. Way I different. mean, the approach is absolutely different, but yeah. um, you know, all right, that's I'll, it. <laughs> Always Be My Maybe got a sequel coming, right? Or did it come out? No, it didn't come out. If it has a sequel, that's news to me. It doesn't yeah. really need one. But, I mean, if this is the same crew, then I would absolutely watch it. Regardless. Oh, you know it. Yeah. You come on. You see that <laughs> turn down that money? No. No, no, no. Yeah. no. But, I mean, it, it's 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 a very complete loop of a, of a movie. Yeah. So, well, you yeah. know, that shit. So was Terminator. That didn't stop Oof. them. Wow. <laughs> no, right, next question. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> next one comes from Cinemosity. They write, do you think the next... Wonder Woman installment within, will include Nubia. I love this picture of Denai Guerrera, and I think she'd be a great choice. Who would you like to see play Nubia? Uh, and the picture that they sent us is of Denai. Um, she did a, a shoot for Entertainment Tonight. This hashtag ET Comic Con is on it, and it's Denai looking regal as fuck, as usual, hair laid, and she's holding a, a Wonder Woman as shield with a giant ET in the middle, and she's holding one of those kind of roman looking swords if you know those really or spartan sword i don't know how which one it is but she looks like a warrior so she looks akin to what a nubia would look like Mm -hmm. um nubia being the sister of wonder woman 
Uh, it's changed. Depending on who you it's, talk yeah, it's to. it's changed through the years. It's changed. You know? it, it depends on which story you read. Let's, or... let's not talk about the one where Nubia's made from dark clay. because She made from them... dark clay? That's the other thing I was going to say. I'm like, all right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of yeah. people love Nubia, and I understand. I have just never gotten the warm fuzzies for Nubia at all. So... I mean, I, I like the way Nubia looks. I don't know enough about what she's supposed to represent. Yeah. I, and, I, ne- I never got the warm fuzzies from most of DC's black versions of their white characters like that. That was. But is Nubia more than just a black version? Yeah, she's of been Wonder written Woman? to be more than that now. Trust in the beginning, she was way worse than a black version of Wonder Woman. Oh. I mean, come on, man. Dark clay? Like, really? Like, Ooh. you know, I, I get it. She's darker skinned than Wonder Woman, but. Well, do you think the next Wonder Woman, Woman Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, is that going to include Nubia? In like five they, seconds, they might do like an Easter egg. Yeah, I, I think yeah. they might do an Easter egg yeah. type of situation mm-hmm. where yeah. it's either implied or or you see that it's like you can pretty much admit that that's probably Nubia, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be so overt about it. Yeah, no. Um, once again, Patty said that there's uh, some ideas for Wonder Woman three that she. Could not even she's had since the first one and could not even get to them yet. So maybe it's about Nubia. You know, she's like there's this next level of her story that hasn't been told and she feels like it's never been told. So who yeah. knows? Yeah. Um, who would you like to see play Nubia? I'm never good at that. I'm I'm passing. You know, <laughs> I trust I'm you know, it's like uh I mean, deny obviously was yeah, the first yeah. choice. But there are more black actresses. Yes, the there world. are. That could cut that could be that could do that physicality as well. Yeah. We gotta think about that. Yeah, but I'm I'm the worst. Uh, that's why I'm not you're a not gonna You're not gonna fan cast? That's why I'm not a casting director, folks. Look, I leave it to the experts. <laughs> Shout out to Kim Coleman again over there on uh Lovecraft because mm-hmm. yeah, you got that. Not me. <laughs> not my job. No. <laughs> All right. The next question comes from Nico. Nico writes, which actor played the best Bruce Banner, not the Hulk? Bruce Banner specifically. Their favorite is Eric Banner uh, uh, as Bruce, but Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo, is the better Hulk in their opinion. Which one's Eric Banner? So, Eric. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk actors. Okay, so there's Eric Banner, there's Mark Ruffalo, there is. Um, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. There's. My man from the old school. Uh, Lou Ferrigno. No, he plays the Hulk. You said old school. Yeah, he plays the Hulk. Who played? He didn't play. Bruce. Oh, somebody. Oh, I don't know. Somebody else played Bruce, and he. Yeah, played just the I Hulk? can't remember his name. Um. Oh shit. David Banner, and he actually he plays David Banner until they changed his name from Bruce. For right. Reason. Yeah. Right. But, um. Okay. I liked him. He was a great Bruce. That nigga was tortured, boy. Man, that man okay. always looked like he was in pain. Um, I actually liked Eric Eric Norton. Which one was oh Eric my Banner? God. I liked Edward Norton. Norton. I don't know why I'm losing it. Yeah. I like Edward Norton. Ed Norton as uh, Bruce Banner and the Hogwarts. I liked his take. Now, his movie, <laughs> that movie didn't do so hot. Um, oh, Ben is the one with, that Ang Lee did the movie. Ang Lee is Ed Norton's. No, version. no, Ed Norton's the next one. Ed Norton's the one where he fights a bonomination. A banner's uh Ang Lee because banner's the one with all the panels and everything. That's Ang Lee. Norton's is when that he fights. Lee? Yeah, Norton is Norton's in the MCU. Norton's Hulk is supposed to be part of Ang the MCU. Lee's Hulk is two thousand three. Yep. Yeah, and yep. that. 
Okay, that that's okay. Yeah, that's Eric Banner. That was Eric Banner. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. With Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I know because yeah. I love me some Jennifer Connelly, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't say Banner. I would. I me personally, I still go with um either my man whose name I can't remember from the first joint and Ruffalo because I just like Ruffalo. I mean, just as far as my favorite, I'm going with Ruffalo because I, I like him. I like I like, <laughs> and I know you said just Bruce, but the 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 new and approved Hulk from Endgame, yeah. like that. There's no beat in that. Like that's that's incredible. And you know the fact that they could mocap the facial structure and put all of Mark's like mannerisms into it too. I, I like him. I and think I, he's my favorite. I think Ruffalo gets that idea of how tiring it would be to be Bruce. Yes, he, this man is tired all, all the, the time, time. You know, and I think that's what he comes across. And also, like I tweeted it today, it's like one of my favorite lines of all time. You know, like I'll tell you my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. You know, like it. And he gets that because it's you know it's not where you see the anger because you see the anger when he becomes the Hulk, but he's always angry. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I relate. Yeah. Oh, I relate too. God damn, I relate. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Scriberisms. They write, yo, Scriberisms, a.k.a. Yoga Flock of Flame, checking okay. in. Okay. We know that one. Very yeah. good. I heard that one before from, yeah, from Scriberisms. Very good. Keep it funky. Are y'all team PS5 or team Xbox Series S? What games are you looking forward to? Much love. Me, I'm team by all of the systems mm. <laughs> that's, okay, and i know right and i know that's not feasible <laughs> wow. for most people i can i get I'm along always honestly and it's not like i buy them all at once but eventually <laughs> i end up getting all the systems mm-hmm. so um because i just it's a fear of missing out situation it's just like you know and back in the day it used to be more of a problem with with system exclusives yeah but now except for like certain franchises it's not really that big of a deal right now so mm-hmm. Um, definitely Spider Man. Yeah, it's a done deal for PS Five. Day one. I- uh, there's a few. There's this game. I don't know why I'm forgetting the name of it, but there is this. Oh man, I when I remember it, I'll talk about it. But there's this game that's supposed to be coming to Xbox that's just incredible, and it wow. and it has a a very like fairy tale s theme to it, but. Mm. It's kind of like braid, but not. But I don't. But but I'll, I'll talk about it when when I remember about it. But it, I'm I'm looking forward to all the games. Real, yeah. I'm just just about. They're so that's why I need braid. all the systems. There's a remaster. Yeah, I'm I'm all over. Yeah. that. all over that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I can't lie. I used to be Xbox. You know, day one Xbox, and then I'd eventually get me a PS whenever I could. And this system out is definitely a day one PS and I'll do an Xbox whenever, you know, whenever this game you were just talking about. Cause I ain't seen ish as far as exclusives from Xbox that I'm interested in. Well, yeah, I yeah. must have Spider-Man. I mean, another one. Halo, which did they, I don't even know if they said anything about Halo. Like they pushed it back. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Oh, the horizon zero dawn sequel. Oof, yeah. I That's mean, played the fire. first one and I'm about to, I'm chopping that soon so I can beat that before the sequel. Just uh, yeah. No, that's yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's PlayStation right now, man. It's like God of War and Spider Man changed the game for me. Like that was it. You know, Spider Man to me is just one of my top five video game experiences of all time. Like in the story, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, but that's all Yo. systems, right? Cyberpunk. I think that's everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that is yeah. autism. PC, yeah. PS4, yeah, Xbox. Everybody. And that's why, again, it's just like a lot of these amazing titles are they're platform agnostic. So it's just like, unless you're worried about cross-platform play, like for the most part, you're good. Yeah, the only thing um, I'm Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's it. That's everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm team all the systems. Yeah. I, I used to. You could, you, you could have an argument with me. You know, like ten years ago about yeah. which system's the best. But no. Not even ten, like tw- fifteen years ago. But. Yeah, it's been a long time since I cared. I just buy when you know I got a switch eventually when I could, so I could play Zelda and stuff like that. You know. And there it is. There it is. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, and that's another thing. Get a Switch if, you, don't, if yeah. you can get it and you don't have one. I really recommend getting one. I got to pull mine back out, man. It's been a minute. Yo, yeah. this is the time. Okay. The next question comes from Nesley Snipes, a.k.a. Flo Rida Evans. Wow. Okay. All right. A.k.a. Bushido Brownsville. I get it. That's nice. Yeah. Not All bad. right. Yeah. Last week, I saw Jess Mercy and Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx were incredible. Even though the movie had a happy ending, as I sat through the credits, I only felt sadness. I've been that way with movies focusing on triumph over racial injustice (laughs) recently. I feel almost exhausted watching these kinds of film now. And the more I see them, the more I'm reminded that the reality is these wins are the rare exceptions. So what was supposed to uplift me has done the opposite. I want to know if you felt the same way. To have racial justice type of movies actually not made you feel warm and fuzzy inside as it's kind of targeted for white people to feel. <laughs> and I, and maybe that's it, right? Like maybe we're not the audience that's supposed to be feeling warm and fuzzy about it. We're really not. We're, maybe that's why you don't feel that way, Nestle. Um I feel like most of those films are just made to appease to white people, to make white people feel good about themselves and to make white people feel like, oh, racism has been conquered. Look at this one Negro who got it, you know? <laughs> and one Negro. Yeah, and I just, I, I don't care. I, the ones that do make me feel fuzzy are, um, I don't know if watching it again, because Matthew McConaughey is such a white savior in it, but A Time to Kill, when my man shoots some people and, you know, Samuel says, you know, the famous line, yes, I killed <laughs> They deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. You know, like that makes me feel warm and fuzzy. But beyond What's that, that, who, what, what, what? Wait, what character? Uh, that's Samuel Jackson. The time that's to your kill. Samuel Jackson interpretation. That's my Samuel Jackson in that film interpretation. Okay. Yes, I killed them. They deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> and you repeated it. <laughs> I should flame you like you be flaming maze, man. That's oh, don't next. worry, that's coming. <laughs> no, I know my interpretations are terrible. You know, I'm not your, over here. Uh, what are the impressions? Yeah. My impressions, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, you don't you don't care much about racial. Yeah. You know what I watched and actually did not finish last night for the first time was uh Queen and Slim. That movie so made, that movie made some choices. It made some choices. Um. <laughs> I also think like for a movie that's like lightweight. Um, Bonnie and Clyde, or heavyweight Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Like, what did you? Ex- how did you expect it to end? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Like know. the people who were kind of mad about the end. I'm like, well, what did you really expect? Yeah, I turned it off before the ending. I already know what happens. I know they both get got. Um, I'm not sure who gets them yet. I'll, I'll probably finish it tonight. Uh, it was, it was just a lot. That movie was just interesting. It, you know, yeah. it's just choices. Okay. Yeah. But it did, that one didn't make me feel warm and fuzzy at all either. Um, you know. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. And finally, we have a double header from the famous Maze. Maze. What up, y'all? It's Maze, a.k.a. Gotham City Girls. I don't get that at all. Gotham City, City Girls, Gotham City. City Girls, the rap group, Gotham City, Gotham City Girls. Uh, I get eh? it now. Yeah, I get eh? it now. That's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> I think some of these you got to leave for other people. You know what I mean? Some, like, <laughs> some of these just ain't fitting for, you know, like. You can't win, bro. You can't. <laughs> okay. Um, The next one is Bat God. I don't okay. Uh the next one is Ratchet and Dank. I'm, I think um, we've heard that one before. I like I'm that there one, for though. that though. Yeah, I'm there for that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think I've wanted to use that before or have used it, but anyway, yep. Yeah. yeah. The next one is I'm a flirk. I feel is like that, I should know what that is. That's Star Trek. I don't know. When I see flirk, I think flirking and I think of the cat from England, I also but. don't think any R. Kelly references in twenty twenty are a good idea. See That's a, an R. Kelly reference? Oh Jesus. I mean I'm a flirt. Okay. Right, I I don't get the period, so I don't know. But moving on, yeah. Uh, last one is MC Kylo Ren. That's fire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? That, that's very fire. I, I I can't believe I never thought of that. Shout out to MC Ren. For all nerds family, how are y'all doing? I know y'all are team Batman is trash. Just know I'm not, but we agree to disagree. Do we I'm don't? confused though. <laughs> Why is everyone trying to slander my nigga Bruce? Get these hands. Oh, excuse me. Slander my nigga Bruce. Get these hands. Wayne. So heavy now. Can we not have nice things? Wow. I absolutely love the teaser trailer they put out for DC Fandome and the announcements for the Black Batman comic, Gotham Knights, and the long Halloween two-part animated film. Also, shout out to uh, Javicia Leslie, who's about to take up the Batwoman mantle. So I'm guessing what I'm really trying to ask, how come people don't just speak on what they do enjoy and let people be? It's hard enough with all the racial injustices and real world problems going on to be worried about the dark night. Wow. I think you should read the follow up because it it uh it relates. In you think a way. I should read the follow up? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so so this is a follow up. A couple of my gaming buddies asked, what's the point of players not playing in terms of NBA and all that? Because it's not going to change anything. And I can't think of a time that I was more angry. I'm trying to explain that it's a domino effect and a message of solidarity, but it's just led to us arguing in circles. They're of the opinion that they can't make a difference whether they play or don't play and that the things that have been happening are going to keep happening. I flipped and cussed them out at that point because I'm tired of explaining being a decent person or human and the effort of trying to spark demand a spark or demand change i'm frustrated mm. all right well that is you know it's a, a lot to unpack it's a lot um, to unpack there let's you, start with yeah. let's just start with why is everyone hitting on baby mouth? okay it's not now that it, it may feel like now everybody's quote-unquote hating on batman but the, the fact of the matter is dc fandom happened there's a lot of attention on the Batman now and arg- uh, and and debates, arguments, points, whatever you want to call it, have been renewed. Yes. Uh, we have an episode from, I don't know, three years ago, two or three years ago, where it says Batman is racist. <laughs> um, there's been people who've written commentary, long, long commentary about how they feel like something up with Batman. People have kind of continue the conversation again recently so maybe because it's so intensified it feels like now everybody's on his ass it's, it's just it's just how it's converging mm-hmm. um and i wouldn't call it hate i would be calling to i'll call it telling the truth mm. 
and it's not so much and maybe for some people it is straight up batman's trash for other people it's just like you're you, which i think is valid you're questioning why a character over 80 plus years is still doing the things that he's doing mm. why there has been generally no change in approach mm. um yes there's been outliers but for the most part there's no change in approach you know it, it's always beating up poor people <laughs> always beating the people of color um we posted on for all nerds on instagram we posted um a skit from snl which is where like basically all of the black or people of color characters uh, people of color cast members of snl are all in a room with bruce wayne and complaining about how batman comes in only their community and fucks them up over the tiniest shit mm-hmm. and it's it's jokes probably based off of twitter but it's it's also very true and very telling this is the same shit that's happening over and over again so i wouldn't call it slander as much as people pointing out an egregious flaw mm-hmm all right. Um, yeah, first of all, I 100% agree with everything you just said, obviously. And whew, where to start, man? It's so many. It's a lot of levels to that. And that's the first thing that I wanted to point out is why I asked you about the follow-up, right? Because Mays in their question was asking, but they feel that people are not recognizing that this NBA is, has a domino effect. Like mm-hmm. the NBA stopping play yesterday will have, you know, a domino effect. Even if like, they it literally did. Literally WNBA, did. MLB, MLS. And literally all decided to post games right after. When COVID situation happened, what the NBA did, other leagues did the same or other leagues started following suit in terms of how they approached it. Yeah. And then um from there, like of course they're going back to play and whatnot, but mm-hmm. you have more conversations. You have a much more like now the power has been realized you know now it's like okay if there's not something done with concrete action we can mm-hmm. just stop playing and then boom what are y'all going to do so right there but what we're what we're talking about is this idea of domino effects right and what we talk about on the show a lot is how these small things become big things right you have this idea of batman a billionaire like you said who for 80 years, all right, first of all, let's start at the creation of Batman. Batman was created, what, 1939. What is the aspect of America in 1939? How many other comic books that year were published by anyone who weren't by white men? Zero. Or Zero, That right? we know of. Yeah, that we know of. There's a few probably outliers, like we said, but let's say 99% of them were any major, all the majors were all white people. The majors, yeah. Yeah, all the white people. DC, Marvel, white people. I mean, Marvel at the time didn't even exist, right? It's just DC at the time. There's a, I think, timely, who gives a fuck? You know, a bunch of white people. So you have a white person, a white male fantasy, right? Of being rich, powerful, not having to answer to anyone. Your parents get killed off. It appeals to kids. It's a children's story, right? But then you have a children's story expanded over 80 plus years, right? But it's still a children's story. And you have a children's story that has no end. And so because of that, you have a conflict and even basic logic, right? You have this idea of a character like Batman who fights crime but never does anything about it. (laughs) His characters have to come back, right? I was just reading this latest book, The Three Jokers. It's by Jeff Johns. It just dropped this week. It's whatever. I'm not putting in a comic psychopter or anything. But even reading the intro, I was just crying laughing to myself because the intro is Alfred taking care of Batman. And he's showing all the stars on his body and how each of the stars was one by one by Scarecrow, one by this nigga, one by that dude, you know, one by the penguin, one by this man. I'm like, yo, why hasn't he served at least one of these people? Like these people have killed thousands at this point, because that's what the book alone does. It like takes the whole history of 
You know, this time it takes a history like Barbara Gordon's in it, but she's recovered from being shot by the Joker. You know, so, you know, the Joker talks about how he killed Robin. So you have all this history, but Batman doesn't do shit, you know, and that that's like, OK, that's just the idea of him beating them up. Like, why not just kill them all? But then you have the idea that Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. All right. So presumably could do fix a, everything, could find a lot of other solutions other than dressing up in a bat suit every night. Trauma. Right. <laughs> it, it, trauma. And so then we want to attribute to trauma. But that goes into like, um, what was the thing that I was just talking about? Oh, the Joker film. Right. The Joker mm-hmm. film, if you read the script and if you really pay attention, is really about what happens when white people have to suffer like people of color have to suffer in America. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, all this stuff is denied the Joker. All this stuff, you know, he doesn't get health care. But that's something we all get. And in the script, it specifically says that the Joker is living in the area where there's no white people, where all the rest of the white people fled because it's by black, you know, Mexican, whatever, Puerto Rican. People that's of color. That's what you see in the film. That's what you see in the film, right? And that's in the script specifically. So it's specifically about this white dude who has to go through all the troubles that we go through all the time. And what is his reaction? To go out and shoot people. What is black people's reaction to the horrors of America? To deal with it. You know what I mean? What happens at the end of the Joker film? He gets taken in. He gets more treatment. What happens if a black person does anything? Let's go. You know what I mean? So when people sit there and ask me, like, this is what this show is about, right? I don't take shit at face value. Like, I grew up on all these characters just like the rest of people. I grew up on Star Wars. When The Phantom Menace dropped, I had to reconcile that with my whole history of loving it. Because I had to be like, yo, this shit is racist as fuck. You know what I mean? And I had to deal with that. That's just how it is, fam. You know what I mean? It's not about people attacking us. But we talk about this stuff all the time. The quote we always go back to. If they don't see you as heroes, they won't see you as human, right? In this new trailer, there's a moment where Batman beats the living life out of someone. Every time I watch it, it shocks me. And then it cuts to the reaction of the rest of the game members. And there's a black boy in the clown mask. And his reaction is like, (gasps) of fear and, you know, terror. Just shock. Right? And people are applauding this. And I'm sitting there watching this like, yo, nah, man. Like like I say, I love Batman, but I like the fantastical, you know, Batman rolling around with Justice League, et cetera. Because when you take away all that, like someone had this long, beautiful thread on Twitter. This oh, week. yeah. That was a great thread. Yeah. When you take all away from that, all Batman's superpower is, is violating your constitutional rights. That's all he has. <laughs> and money and wealth and privilege of being white. Because if he was black, like, you know, Maze was talking about how he's hyped for this new black Batman series, how the new black Batwoman series. And I have to wait and see because I don't think DC is ready to go there with either of them. I don't think they will allow those characters to go there because a black Batwoman just can't be a black Batwoman. You know what I mean? The cops are going to shoot you. I mean, the cops already shoot a Batman. But what? (laughs) Yo, they would murder you. You know, um, it'd be their whole job to hunt you down to kill you. And then as far as the second point where Maze was like, well, why can't people just let people be? Look, this is we're in a highly critiqued society, mm-hmm. in, including the entertainment that we consume. Yeah. And honestly, for me, I, I, even if it's characters that I absolutely love, like I don't, I guess I don't I, I take it as deeply. Like I feel like you, that, that, that this affected you deeply because, you know, you really love this character and that's fine. Yeah. At the same time, a lot of the, the slander, if you will, was, was, was jokes. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was jokes and a yeah. lot of people just being funny, which is 
to me, fine. Yeah. Some people had more serious approaches to it, like as Ben did, and as a few other people. Oh no, did. my see that's the thing. My, but I oh, understand. Let me, let me I had mad jokes too. Come he on. had mad. That's what I was trying to get <laughs> yeah. to. Like okay. their seriousness. This excuse me, their seriousness in it, but at the same time, it's also like similar to how you Maze, how you said. Well, there's there's other things to be worried about. Well, yeah, but we're still <laughs> talking about to the Dark Knight. Like we can worry about the Dark Knight and worry about police brutality at the same time like that's what and we 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 all talk about that all the time as we talk about on a show we talk about it if, if you frequent places like twitter you can do both you, you you can critique your your entertainment and the more inconsequential things and also worry about racial injustices in the world yes and especially when one influences the other okay yeah. it's just like the punisher right the bat and that's what i was just talking about batman me would be a much better character if he just got like the punisher especially in the way they do him and having this run going on for 80 fucking years because it's just <laughs> ridiculous like one of my favorite runs of comics is uh garth ennis's run of the punisher right because one he shows you that the punisher is absolutely insane and has no idea what's going on and might just be killing people just because he loves killing Right. But the other thing that was so dope about it was every six issues, Dark would introduce a really ill villain, super ill. You grow to love this villain or whatever. By the end of that six issues, Punisher is dead at him because that's realistic. You know, what I mean, people want this dark, gritty, realistic Batman where Batman says he doesn't kill, but he beats a normal person. Yeah. He punched that dude in that trailer. I can't count how many times. I, w- I was actually a little taken aback with how he went in. Like, I know people, some people are like, oh, he, he. <laughs> as you say, these hands, get yeah. these hands, Bruce. It was it was something off-putting about it for me when I was watching. I was like, damn, did he have to go that hard? And to your, maybe this is tangential to your point, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like you can't have both. You can't say, oh, Batman is this fantastical character, but then he's out there doing nitty gritty shit. Like, which one is it? Yeah, and which one is it? And no, I don't mind it both because like, this is supposed to be some multiverse where, you know, this is Matt Reeves, you know, Batman, where it takes place in its own universe where it's dark and gritty. Okay. And they might show them intercept through the multiverse type concept in the Flash or whatever. But I get that. But when you go that dark and gritty, you have to take into account what that means. That's, to, and that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't understand. If you're going to do dark, don't you have to be more realistic? So yes. And do you, how and, can you do like, I, I just don't. But they want both. That's the same. That's the problem mm-hmm. that, you know, um, Nolan ran into. Right. Nolan wanted to do no powers, no nothing. But he got a tank driving across rooftops. Which is realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I Semi- mean, if you, if, if you come at it somewhere. from a dark, from a DARPA. Uh, uh, standpoint that's realistic. Yeah, but there's you know, there's definitely uh uh machinery and heavy heavy machinery and and utilities and all sorts of shit that is available now that can do all of that stuff. So to me, that was fine. I live in a brownstone in Brooklyn. I do not think that oh the that, thing's crumbling. It's done. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I do, I, if Batman drove that over my roof, I right, think right. it's a wrap. But, but good thing it's not Brooklyn. It's Gotham, where all the ceilings are you know titanium. There we go. So. Okay, fine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he, it, it he bought is, every but, building beforehand and put titanium yeah. ceilings I mean, in I them. I mean, no one's caring about the structural integrity of the city of Gotham at this point. It's just, I don't, but I, that's I, my point. It's like you can't have it both ways. You know, it's like you can either have it one way or the other. Am I? But the real problem here is like that's why. And what kills me is how Maze does not make these connections. Right? It's like you can, you have these characters. Right? The Punisher right now, the creator, the Punisher is right now doing his damnedest. To stop police from using it, right? As yeah, an oh example. Yeah, he hates that. 
You know, because that's the problem. But Batman, when you turn him into this dark, gritty Batman, etc., and that's what people were criticizing, Maze. Nobody is criticizing the you know eighty year history of Batman, other than I will say it's goofy because <laughs> of its eighty year history. That's a problem, you know. That's why I like more newer comics that aren't about this. You know, we have to keep this character going for him to make yeah. money. You know, because eventually yeah. you have to end the run. And what I've realized is also is the reason why it also feels like everyone's coming out now mm-hmm. is because this this okay gritty new Batman is converging during one of the one yes. of the many volatile times in the history of United States. There it is. So it's going to be overemphasized even more. Like that that thread that Ben Amin was referring to, where I'm sure it'll pop up again, but that thread was just like it was beautiful in a sense that it, it it showed exactly what the thing was. Um and like Batman represents like what these officers would was a lot of these officers would like to do. It's just yes. like, well, take the law into their own hands you be a vigilante we you just do this, see you do this that. shit like you like you said <laughs> just, we just, just got a destroy, kid shooting people completely like, destroy all constitutional rights like so. we just have a kid shooting people like that is my problem fam and, and like, walking I, away and i hope y'all walking, saw that video and walking, walking away walking away walking to the police with a rifle completely un completely uninhibited not being told to sit down or, or or lay down or stop or whatever, just just walking casually towards and the same offer and maybe not the same exact people, but the same unit of people who hours earlier was giving water and aid to other militia. And you know one of them cats had a Punisher shirt on. You already know and, it. And also saying Thanks for your help, guys. Yep. And Police I t- saying this is to militia. And I spoke about this when the Joker movie came out. I was like, it's so fucking dangerous, this movie is. And it's just like how powerful Black Panther as a movie is, right? Because it's not what you'll see now. It's what you'll see five years from now. But maybe not even that. For, just like Black Panther, I said that. But it wasn't even that. Fa- it was faster for Black Panther. And it's been faster for this fucking Joker movie. Because the Joker movie, like I said, gave an excuse to all these white men out there. And let them think that, oh, my God, if I have any troubles in my life, you know, if the world is hard on me, what? Oh, I can just go out and start shooting some people and then people will pay attention to me. And Honestly, so, I think like that, that was the mindset before. It Joker. was, it but was that's what I'm saying. Maybe, when you, it was maybe exaggerated, but I think that was that's been the mindset. It was, for but that's years. what I'm saying. When you give them a hero, when you make it a hero, like when you make it, you know, put it a big budget film, you know, what I mean, taxi driver, like I talked about on the show before when that happened. Dude went and shot Reagan, and he was like, I was inspired by Taxi Driver. It's just what it is, fam. And it's like, that's what I'm saying. We on this show, we're about talking about stuff like Black Panther. We're about talking about other, you know, excellence. You know, we're about talking about products that are created by us for us. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. going to sit there and big up Batman like that or not tear it apart. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, DC, you know, I was talking to another creator about this. DC is not ready to do that. You know, and that's the problem. DC wants to make money for 80 more years. So they're going to keep regurgitating the same dumb nonsense. And like, there's been great stuff. You know, Batman, the animated series, fantastic. The Dark Knight, one of my favorite films of all time. You know, the Harley Quinn series that just dropped that I rave about all the time. Two of the best seasons of television you'll ever see in your life. But the Harley Quinn's also taking a very different approach. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I can't say I'm that hyped for Matt Reeves' joint. Like, it just looks like more Christopher Nolan, and I've seen that already. Um, and and also, lastly, Maze, with you, I, I know you were tired of 
trying to explain like why you know just just to put in the effort of being a decent person being mm-hmm. decent human like absolutely get where you're coming from and and you were you're just like you flipping out and cursing like that happens sometimes we get it um i, I just say one of the things i will say is keep speaking up mm-hmm. like this is making a difference, as you can see, as exactly as you rightfully stated. It does have a domino effect when you do speak up, when you do make action. Um, and and just, again, with you, with your friends or family, whoever it was you were talking to, like, definitely keep speaking up. And honestly, it, it's going to be tiring. It's going to be exhausting. And there'll be times where you need, where you're going to feel like, what's the point? But I also think that if we just give up and stop, that then we, we're definitely, nothing's going to change. There we go. So uh, that is the end of guac. <laughs> if you have a guac question, be it about geek, pop culture, comic book culture, who's going to be Nubia, anything, or even anything outside of that, we, we love answering all types of questions. Hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com. Give you some privacy or a little bit more space if you have a longer question. And you can always hit us up on our socials at For All Nerds on all platforms. And if you are on a special tier on Patreon, you get a guaranteed guac question. So lightly abuse that. You have the right. Patreon.com slash For All Nerds. Mm-hmm. And as always, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for sending in questions. Thank y'all for supporting in every which way form. We know it has been wild out there and, you know, we all going to make it. And also, real quick, I just want to say because people have been asking, especially on the live broadcast, what's up with comics I copped and why have there been no new comics I copped? And I just have not been reading, y'all. I can't lie. Like, I know the whole Edsman um, House of House of Swords is going on right now and I'm completely behind on it. Like, I have no idea what it's about or any of that. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's called House of Swords. Something about swords. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>